Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We are now discussing Chapter 2, Sankhya Yoga, Yoga of Knowledge. So, so far we have seen that Bhagavan said, I have given you the knowledge of Sankhya, given you the knowledge, Gnana Darshan. But just having knowledge is obviously of not much value unless I know how to apply it. So the application is in Yoga Darshan. So I'll tell you the Buddha Yoga. Bhagavan coins different words for yoga simply because the words have become so enormous for average person that he's frightened of practicing yoga. He thinks that yoga is for those Rishi Munis in Himalayas and not for an average person. So Bhagavan coined the word Buddhi Yoga, the yoga of wisdom, the knowledge in the Bhagavad Gita, in the previous verses from 11 to 30, using that knowledge as your guidance is Buddha Yoga. He said, now I'll tell you how to apply the knowledge in your day-to-day life is Buddha Yoga. And then he, in verse 38, said, Sama Sukha Dukhe Krutva Labha Labha Jaya Jaya Tato Yuddha Yujyaswa You engage in this battle, this battle of life, by keeping the Sukha Dukha Labha Labha Jaya Jaya balance in your mind, with the equanimity of mind. And this is where we get frightened again. That this is obviously not very possible for me to remain same in Sukha and Dukkha, same in Labha and Alabha, same in Jaya and Ajaya. But if we really think about it, Bhagwan is just pointing out our own abilities to deal with the situation. We have experienced in our life all of them, Sukha, Dukkha, Labha, Alabha, Jaya, Ajaya, and we are still functioning. We are still functioning in normal life. That means we have proved that we have ability to get over any situation that we encounter. We have experienced Dukkha in our life, but we devised a system for how to overcome that. We have encountered this coronavirus, or we at least devised a system. We're going to stay away, we're going to lock down, we're not going to come out of the house. Whatever that is, but we know how to deal with it. So Bhagavan said, Use that ability of yours, which is God's given to you. You have this intellect. This intellect is telling you how to behave in what situation. Using that, you now fight this battle of life. In Naivam Papam Avapsis, you will never incur any sin. No negative impression will form on your mind. The whole point is all about mind. So the mind is the one which is creating Sukhanadukha. Labha, Labha, Jaya, Jaya. So Bhagavan said, you need to get over that. And then Bhagavan continued, Traigunya Vishaya Vedaha, Nais Traigunya Bhava Arjuna. So direct advice to Arjuna is, I told you that I'm going to tell you the practical application. First application is, keep your mind ever in any situation. And then know that everything that you know. So Veda in this case also can be interpreted as the world of 
objects that I know through my perception. Everything that I know today falls into the category of Prakriti. My entire world that I consider to be world outside of me is consisted of world of objects. And Bhagavan said that world is formed out of these three gunas. Everything that I know has these three gunas, sattva, rajas and tamas. And as I get entangled into them, that's where I will have this impression of sukhara, dukkha, labha, labha. It's a nice trigunya bhava arjuna. That was a direct advice to Arjuna and through Arjuna to us that you need to go beyond this sense objects simply because if your goal is to find permanent happiness and if you're going to continue put your efforts in acquiring and accomplishing things in this world, you will be disappointed because they do not have any capacity to give you what you're looking for. So then Bhagavan said, that I will now tell you what yoga is all about. So last verse which we have seen, verse 48, we're going to define the word yoga. And before that, in verse 47, he told us our own limitations and how to overcome those limitations. And there is also a caution in that. So he said, karmani eva adhikarate, in your hand, all you have is to act in present. But if you expect particular results, then you will be disappointed because it is not in your hand. And therefore, he said, never act in this world with a particular goal in mind. See, it is also Bhagwan is demolishing all the all the wrong notions about karmakand. In karmakand, which is Purva Mimansa, everything is about the fruits of your actions. You perform this yagna and you will get this result. You will do this and you will get this. And ultimately, you perform the greatest yagna of all and you will achieve the swarga. And even there it says the swarga is temporary. As long as you will have those punyas, you will stay in swarga, but then you come back, do it again, and that cycle will continue. So Bhagavan demolish that and say, do not perform any action with fruits in mind. But then there is a danger in that, that if that's the case, then I may become inactive. Therefore, Bhagavan says, never get attached to inactivity also. Because activity is the only way you will achieve your goal of getting permanent happiness. So in verse 48, Bhagavan clearly indicated what we should be doing. So, yogastaha kuru karmani sangam tyaktva dhananjaya siddhi asiddhi the very first definition in Bhagavad Gita that equanimity of mind is yoga. Yoga is to connect and what I am connecting with is my true self which is of the nature of ananda. That's why I am seeking ananda all the time because I am seeking my own nature. Bhagavan said, have your mind in equipoise you will be able to see your own self. So we have learned in Yoga Shastra, it says, the chitta is like a mirror. I think that I am because I am thinking. That thinking entity, as long as it is not clear, then I will be reflecting all the outside world in it. If that thinking entity is clear, then I will be reflecting my own self, my own nature, which is ananda. Patanjali Rishi defined yoga as chitta vritti nirodha. 
Well, here's Chittavruti, just my mental agitations. As long as I can calm down my mind, I'll be able to see clearly what my goal is. So Bhagavan has now simplified the definition of yoga. That yoga is nothing but keeping your mind in balance. We all are capable of doing so. Even though we get afraid of the word yoga, because we always see it as something other than my life and other than my own actions and other than my own self. When you look at it from your own perspective, it's your life, yourself, and how you act. And if you reflect on it, you have all those abilities. Many a times you feel like slapping your boss, but you don't do it because you can control your mind. That ability which you have, Bhagavan said, you employ in all your actions. And then in the verse 49 said, Please know that durenahi avaram karma, buddhi yoga dhananjaya. Once again he mentions buddhi yoga. That this yoga which we are talking about is all about your clear vision of what is right and what is wrong. Because Bhagavan says, buddha saranam anvicca, take refuge in buddhi. This buddhi is not my vyavaharic buddhi, which typically constantly determines what is in it for me. Any action I perform, any project I pursue, I clearly see what will I get out of this. That buddhi I call a vyavaharic buddhi. How to deal with this world, I use my buddhi, and that buddhi is vyavaharic buddhi, which came from the reservoir of my experiences in this world. I did this and I got this. Therefore, if I do this, I should be able to get this. That's a vyavaharic buddhi. But once I know, use this buddhi which can determine and clearly see what is your goal and how to achieve it. It's a take refuge in that buddhi. Buddhau saramanvicca krupanaha falahetavaha The People who are pursuing actions for results, they are krupanaha. They are unfortunate misers. And all throughout in our sastras, we come across this line that the person who leaves this body without achieving his goal is a pitiable person. Because you are given this chance, you didn't take it, now you are going to go back in the same rut again. If you continue to pursue your happiness in the world of objects, you will get very little out of your actions. You will waste all your life in achieving what you are trying to achieve but won't get much out of it. Therefore, it's a very pitiable situation. So please don't do that. Find your happiness where you can keep your mind equal in all situations and live your life. So next verse, verse 50, says, Buddhi yuktaha jahati iha, ubei sukrute duskrute. So who is an intelligent one? All my life, all I do is take credit. This is what I did, I didn't do that. What? Anything which I did, which I then realized it was not the right action, I right away tried to disown it. No, I didn't do it, it was not my fault. But then take credit for actions which are I consider to be good. Other people may not consider them good. I consider them good, so I take credit for them. And Bhagavan says that's very common to you. But remember, that's not a very intelligent way of living. Because by taking credit, 
or by trying to disown your bad actions, you are becoming the agent of that action. Once you become agent of that action, you are bound by that action. As long as I think I did it, you will be bound by your action. Now, you consider it to be a good action, world may not consider it to be a good action. Karma Faladata may not consider it to be the right action. And therefore, you will be bound to whatever the results come. And then you will be either disappointed or elated. See, Buddhi Yukta, one who has achieved this wisdom that the goal of life is to find their permanent happiness. And the permanent happiness will be achieved by having a very Suddha Antaratma. Jahati Iha, right here and now, he will disown all his actions, good and bad. So that the first technique Bhagavan is giving us, how to achieve this. Act in this world, never become attached to inaction, but do not own any of your actions. In other words, don't become the agent of your actions. Consider you to be the Nimitta Matra. As long as you know your Swadharma, performing your duties, that's all you have to worry about. Everything else, you disown it. Tasmad Yogaya Yujjaswa. Therefore, you engage in yoga. Previously, he told Arjuna, Tata Yuddhaya Yujjaswa. Engage yourself in this battle. This battle of life. Now he said, and therefore, you engage in yoga. And he has already defined the yoga, Samatvam Yoga Uchchate. Equanimity of mind is yoga. No matter what the situation is, I will remain enthusiastic about living this life and performing actions. If I can keep my enthusiasm of acting in this life, that is equanimity of mind. When will I get that? Yoga Karmasu Kaushalam. When I perform my ordained duties, my duties with enthusiasm and with efficiency, yoga karmasu kaushal, dexterity in action is yoga. If I can perform my actions efficiently in any situation, whether it's good or bad, conducive or unconducive, Bhagavan says you achieved yoga. You achieved the union with your own self. Yoga Karmasu Kausa. That's the second definition. We will have several definitions of yoga throughout Bhagavad Gita. We have already seen two. Samatvam Yoga Uchchade, Yoga Karmasu Kausalam. They are all in line with what Yoga Sutra says, Yoga Chitta Vritti Nirodha. If my mind is not agitated, then only I can achieve all of this situation. So in science, if you have different definitions of the same term, you will get confused. Like yoga also we have learnt as acquiring something which I don't have. So buddhi should be using its own discrimination of what we are discussing here. So it says the yoga karma sukhausalam, if I can perform my actions in any situation required by my duties, the roles which I take will come with their own duties. Once I have taken the role, I have to perform the duties. And if I can do them efficiently without getting entangled in them, then I have achieved yoga. The yoga karma sukhausalam. Bhagavan says, karma jam buddhi yuktahi phalam tyaktva manishinaha. How an intelligent person who has understood the wisdom of this yoga, he will act in this life. Buddhi yukta, one who has now endowed with this wisdom, 
of how to act in this world in an intelligent way what he does karmajam hi phalam tyaktva manishinaha manish is the buddhi manah isha one has the control over the mind is a manishi one who has controlled his mind so now it is receiving impressions from outside but is remaining indifferent the mind is where we feel happy or unhappy success or failure all those impressions or reactions of mind if i can control the lord of my mind then i become buddhi yukta then now i have the real wisdom the real intellect which is guiding me what is right and wrong and therefore what does he do karmajam hi phalam tyaktva he gives up all the fruits which are born out of actions he does not take any agency for i did not do it i have nothing to do with it i will accept what comes to me as a prasad from the lord whoever is in control of this entire universe and also have a control over me whatever results he gives of my actions i'll accept them as his prasad not my right to get the results of my actions karmajam hi phalam tyaktva manishina who has control of his mind such a person is buddhi yuktaha now he has the wisdom of what is right and wrong janma bandar vinur muktaha padam gachanti anamayam such a person will get out of this rut of birth and death the janma bandam this bondage of various states of existence in this life also i take one role and then bound by that role and then i say this is not working out let me do something else and take another role and get bound by that again you know i was a bachelor got married and then i should become a father so we keep changing our roles this is also another janma these are also in our lifetime we have experienced that we have lived through many many incarnations and bhagwan said this will continue if i can get rid of my ignorance right now then padam gachanti anamayam now reach that state which is beyond all evils so all the evils which are bothering me giving me dukkha if i want to go beyond that then i have to do the following karmajam hi phalam tyaktva all fruits of actions i should disown them i disown all my actions with a good or bad i also disown all the fruits of those actions and if that happens janma bandhan nirvimuktaha that person becomes free of this rut of taking one state of existence into another state of existence he becomes permanent in his existence which is where we will stop om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bhave om shanti 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 hari yo shri gurubhyo namaha hari yo